transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. It's weirdly good because you feel like so strange about the whole thing. New intro! <laughs> I put some noises in there. Oh shit, I forgot to look up which one this is. Oh no! It is 27, okay. It is 27. <laughs> it's all gone to shit. <laughs> Three weeks in a row remembering the number. <laughs> Uh, congratulations, dear listener. You have made it to another episode of Matinee Edition. Uh, I'm your host, Jared. I'm the other host, Lucas. And we are here uh, for episode number 27. Let's get it out of the way first. What? One of us has seen the Joker film. You might have heard it briefly <laughs> at the start, but Jared has watched it. Congratulate me. Yeah, I'll watch it on DVD in like five days. It's literally, I just or saw that. It's, it's just like, it's starting to go online as soon as December 15th. So Great. I wasted my money at the movie theater just in time. <laughs> Was it worth the theater experience? Uh I mean, honestly, I don't know if it was worth like just going to the theater to see it. Okay, like I'm it, fine with it. it was like it, it. Don't get me wrong. You're, you're like it's a fucking great movie. Awesome. Uh, it like makes you have so many feels, which is so strange for a movie titled Joker. But yeah, it just. Uh, it, I, I don't know. I probably could have held off till the fifteenth to see it. Mainly well, because know. I also hear all the hype about it already. Yeah. Know? I mean, it came. It came out. It came out two months ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, okay. Fuck all. We're. Fuck all. <laughs> Uh, we're not talking about Joker today. We we'll, will do. A, I want to do a, a bonus, a we'll bonus do, we'll, features about Joker. Joker, but, yeah, totally. Let's do it. Yeah. The um. So oh. I just want to start this off. Uh, you know, there's so much bad news that goes around all the fucking time now. I saw. World. I think. I think the. I think the Instagram page was. Uh, it's the Good News Collective or something like that. Oh shit! Yeah. Spreading yeah. and I think the mo- the model was something like spreading good vibes through actually putting out positive things from time to time oh for sure good vibes only good vibes so go and give them a follow on instagram they posted something about a uh a gentleman in the uk who was in a hospice care and his last his dying oh. wish was to watch the, the star wars uh rise of skywalker dang did, yeah did they let him, yep. they, let him they, um, they set up a private screening room in the hospice center and let him watch bastards. it that's so dope that's fucking awesome and you can make the PR the, the like PR argument that it's gonna look really good for Disney I don't give a fuck that's, so that's good PR for the best reason possible yeah yeah like of course it's gonna look like good PR because it's a good fucking deed yeah like it's it, How, like, you can't be that <laughs> jaded like, <laughs> like, no fuck this guy he's already dying why should he see the movie first like, <laughs> Dude, like that's like, like that's awesome. Like, uh, there years ago when they were, um, there's I can't remember what the fucking name of the movie is. It's like this like low key comedy movie, and it's about like this group of friends who sort of fake. Like one of them turns out to be faking that he's dying in order to see the Phantom Menace, or like, you know. Uh, and so, like, they try to go to like break into like you know, like Lucas like Lucas's house and like yeah, try yeah. and get like uh, the fucking film or whatever. But this this is actually the real life version of yeah. that, which is actually really nice and I saw, kind and I saw awesome like that they fucking did. They made a press release. And the the dude chose to reta- to rena- remain anonymous for it. Okay. But it was pretty. It was pretty sweet. It's just like. Them yeah, being like, may the force be with you and all that sort of always. stuff. Always. That's it was just, right. it was really heartwarming to see. No, no news on the dude. I like that. Because he chose to stay anonymous. We'll never know, but it's just a good thing. Yeah. So fuck it. That's awesome. That's we, awesome. We remember that. Positive sort of news. Positive good. news. All right. In other f- 
fun news in quotes. Um, <laughs> me and my girlfriend are going to start rewatching all the Star Wars mainline Star Wars films before nice. the release of Rise of Skywalker. That's actually a really solid I am idea. Still contemplating whether or not I'm going to watch the Phantom Menace or <sighs> more, or just watch the ending fight scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just skip Attack of the Clones. When I was a kid, that's like all I ever did with that movie. So I, oh, had, yeah. I definitely like I got that movie on VHS, and I would just, <laughs> I would just rewind through like that because you know like okay, there's like all the time. Darth Maul mm-hmm. lightsaber oh, oh, oh. battles, the yeah. Naboo starfight, and then like the whole fucking like Gungan army and yeah. those of the droids. I'd always fast forward through the starfight and the Gungan army because I was like fuck. Dude, this is so boring and just like skip to like all the cool yeah. lightsaber bits and then like call it good da, 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 da. just so ridiculous Duel yeah. of Fates is a beautiful piece of music and that entire scene is fucking gold in an otherwise mediocre film truly and truly mediocre so the um, I'm torn if I'm gonna watch Attack of the Clones or The Phantom Menace in entirety but I know I'm gonna start yeah. Revenge of the Sith yeah. And work my way forward from there. Like, at very least, I mean, like, Revenge of the Sith is still... Like, I still, like... I mean, it's the acting The acting's kind of shitty, like, the other ones, but, like, it's it's still a fucking cool movie in a yeah. lot of ways. It's, it's the most watchable of the prequels. Yeah. You can see, I think... <laughs> it's hilarious that in that film you can see the quality jump in CGI that happened in the mid-2000s. Oh, God, yeah. You can see from, like, Attack of the Clones where there's still some pretty fucking strong green screen in it mm-hmm. to the intro starfight in... Revenge of the Sith, which is pretty fucking clean. The first time I saw that, like when I saw that in the theater opening day, yeah, I was like, my dick was blown off. Like I was like, <laughs> I was like, this looks so fucking crazy cool. Like, yeah, it looked so well done. Yeah, and you're right. Compared to the other two, like there was like there was this huge leap. Yeah, in, totally. In some totally. of those like things that they did in, in Revenge of the Sith. Oh yeah, that's an interesting point. Yeah, yeah. It's um yeah. I'm excited to rewatch those movies. We'll see. Whether or not I like them or picked some holes in the original movies once I'm done watching them. I mean, there's always holes. Like, there's always things to look back on and then, like, pick apart, I think. As, as well as, like, uh, hold up. Like, there's, you know, still, like, always fun little, like, solid things that you find in those old movies, yeah, too. Yeah, and I mean, so. I think the, the marketing campaign for the Rise of Skywalker hit it pretty much on the fucking head. It's, like, these. it's a story that's going to last forever. Yeah. Like, Granted, it is relatively bare bones. Like, there's not much depth to the good, evil sort of thing that goes on in Star Wars. But it's just a timeless story that, because of the setting, will always be interesting to some point. Absolutely. There's a a beauty to that. Yeah. Uh, I did hear a little bit of nervousness about the rise of Skywalker. It sounded like people were uh, sweating, like, the the opening number predictions. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because, and mainly because, from what I read, uh, Jumanji opens like the like a week before, Mm -hmm. and that actually that movie has gained a lot of momentum. Jumanji looks like it's yeah, fuck yeah, it's gaining momentum. Uh, Like they're doing their like press release tour right now. They're doing their tour right now. Yep, and like I've been I've been seeing a lot of the the rocks really line it up. (laughs) So so he keeps like. I swear, like, every red carpet he's on because he just opened a tequila company. Yeah. He's, he's like, taking doing a shot. a shot of tequila. Like, I haven't seen that. Like, promoting his own shit. Yeah. I was like, that son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> but he never, he never seems like a dick. Which no, is he a... never does. Like, that's the thing about The Rock. He seems like, he seems like just, like, a, a genuinely nice person who just works yeah. really fucking hard. Yeah. So, like, no disrespect on that. Yeah, no, no disrespect. <laughs> the fucker, um, have you, like, do you see his uh, post the other day? It's like, ne- or yesterday, like, the neon pink blazer. Oh, yeah. Dude, that thing was slick looking though. I was like, like, fuck. fuck. <laughs> if I didn't like this this guy as much, I'd think that he was a prick for doing that. Pretty much. But that looks good. <laughs> yeah, but it, like he pulled it off. And there, like I saw like same thing. There was like this comment on like some photo of him with like a black 
turtleneck and somebody was like only the oh, like only the rock can pull off like a black turtleneck and not look like a douchebag or something <laughs> like that. but i mean like to be honest it did kind of look douchey I mean, I'm throw that one down. Half the, I mean, like, I follow his Instagram, and half the time when he posts something, like, is this douchey? <laughs> nah, he busts his balls. <laughs> yeah, and that's kind of it. Um, yeah, dude, like, Star Wars is all over the place. I heard that uh, it was confirmed that uh, uh, Daisy Ridley, Ridley? Ridley? Ridley. Uh, fucking Oscar Isaac and John... Um, Boyega. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, you just they, saw Hot Ones. They all, Good episode. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Uh, they all conf- like confirm that they're not coming back for anything else. Yeah. After this, so this is like this, this is, like is the it. end of their like their line. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm. I think that's exciting. Giving some finality to this greater arc. You, yeah. Well, you kind of have to be because that's been like the one thing about Star Wars that seems to have like this like it has always been is that there's just like there's not actual closure to any people, of the stories. People can stop fucking complaining about the. And comparing the f- future movies to yeah. this, yeah, or to to, to what happens because you'll find you'll see a start to the, the, the to the storyline and an end to the yeah. storyline. You don't see this like start and open ending. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So yeah, there it'll be interesting to see like how they how they end it for for sure. I feel I'm like so this is this is like what's gonna this is gonna be like if Endgame was fucking it for the MCU. Oh yeah yeah yeah. People totally. are gonna, people are gonna lose their shit. I mean it's already I mean like when it comes to ticket sales it already beat out. Avengers Endgame. That shit's for, crazy. For pre-order tickets. That shit's crazy. Yeah. Because Endgame, I remember that happened. It was just like... It yeah. Was just like, it was like... There we go. <laughs> it was a snap. <laughs> uh, man, uh, okay, so... So, yeah, we don't... I mean, like, we're excited. Two yeah. weeks or so. It's gonna be dope. It's gonna be fucking awesome. Um, it's, uh... So, King Kong Godzilla. Yeah, dude. Uh, King Kong versus Godzilla was recently announced to have been delayed. Oh. Which is, like... Which is so funny because I feel like nobody knew that it was still happening. Yeah. Uh, That's. I mean, I'm holding my torch for it. I love. I love Godzilla movies. I've like always loved happening. King Kong. Have you seen the recent stuff? Uh, like, are you talking about like the movie, movie wise? Or yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen the most recent Godzilla movie, which is fucking awesome. Are we talking King of the Monsters? Yes, or the King one? of the Monsters. Yeah. The the one before it was like was was sort of it it was. I mean, I've seen worse Godzilla movies. Yeah. <laughs> From like the mid '90s. But like, yeah. Oh my God, yeah, dude. But uh. But like it, yeah, King of All Monsters, whatever. It was fucking it was sick. The thing is that like, I haven't they, seen that one, but I've seen the one before. Yeah, okay. and I watched Kong Skull Island. Yeah, and so they directly linked Skull Island with the most yeah. recent iteration of Godzilla. Yep. In that most recent movie, and so it, it'll be really fucking interesting to see how they like bring those two together, though. Yeah. Just because they 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 end on such. I don't know. King Kong doesn't end on like this note of like you know civilization. It's you know has King Kong in their <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. sights or whatever. Like I I don't fucking know. Will it just be Godzilla randomly showing up on his island and Kong like, trying to break I'm, him? I'm I'm intrigued on where they're gonna go. I don't. As I said, I don't really. I haven't watched King of Monsters, but I'll catch up on that. They definitely introduced the idea of like all these monsters being out there from, and historically. From, I watched being all the trailers present. and they look fucking nuts. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I mean, like it. It'll be cool if they actually pull it off. Like, yeah. They expand like pulling off that expansion. But it's uh, it's one of those properties that definitely like there's less variety than like the MCU. MCU. So I'm happy they're not pushing everything as hard. 
Yeah, like, like churning them out too fast would be fucking weird. People that. would burn, get burnt out of that shit. Yeah, because you don't want to see like you don't want to see. There's only so know, many giant monsters King you can Kong see movies. slowly <laughs> punching each other for two years back to back. Well, that's kind of it. Look what happened to fucking uh, Pacific Rim, right? Yeah, pretty much. It was like super cool at first. The sequel was kind of like everybody was like, okay. It and was like you it know. was. It's pretty funny with Pacific Rim on John Boyega's episode of Hot Ones. Yeah, he was talking about like his favorite roles and all that sort of stuff and mm-hmm. he's like his father i guess is a Niger- his father's like really like nigerian immigrant oh okay and he his dad preferred pacific rim uprising <laughs> to star wars oh god because it was a more understandable story for him <laughs> <laughs> and the whole even him he That's didn't he didn't fucking weird. defend his he didn't defend his movie or anything he was just sort of like yeah i was sort of not oh, sure about dad yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's fucking awesome. Did you ever, um... Did, did you see, I think, GQ, they did an interview of Oscar Isaac? Mm. Like, relatively recently? Where he just shits on X-Men Apocalypse? Uh, well, I mean, you kind of have to. Yeah, he was he was like, oh, I signed on to that movie not realizing all the makeup and they were going to put on me and I wanted to work with these great actors, but yeah. I couldn't move in the suit. He yeah, said dude. that he was wearing heels inside boots. That's so he could crazy. he could barely walk. Yeah, he said whenever he was off camera, they would put him on like a little like dolly and roll him and around. roll him into a cooling tent because it was in the Fuck. middle of the summer. And then that's where he would stay alone, away from all the actors he wanted to work with. Dude, that sucks. Like that sounds more <laughs> like a miserable shoot, but that also like I mean, just that was just a waste of like a good actor on that. Yeah, Oscar like, is fucking awesome. Yeah, like and and so like to bury somebody in a bunch of makeup to make him like just like a very like one dimensional character it was just yeah, it was, it was fucking garbage. Bad. I just I'm so baffled that they've never been able to like pull off one of those like I mean we'll probably see it in the future obviously yeah. but they've never pulled off like like an actual like big kind of X-Men story like yeah. that you know like those the, the Hugh Jackman era of X-Men was fucking awesome and yeah. like it was an introduction they brought the idea of like superhero movies into popularity yeah but it, they never covered dated. like they never covered like big superhero kind of like yep. esque stories. Like they were always more grounded. And then like, Apocalypse is when they gunned for that, but they really made it. They like, just went too far. They yeah. overshot. Like yeah. that was it's a perfectly a fine popcorn movie for sure. But for it's sure. definitely not like of the quality that we'd come to expect from like the Disney Marvel films. Yes, like I would I would watch it like I would watch it if I'm like sick and I have nothing better to do. I'm just trying to sleep yeah. throughout the day or something. Yeah. I'd put it on in the background. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those films where every once in a while you look at it and go, "Huh. Cool. Um, maybe I could watch this again." Magneto just killed a fuck ton of people. I that was I, how I always felt about that like Wolverine Origins movie. Jesus like, Christ! I did that to me at myself like three different times. I think where I was like, "Oh man, it can't be as bad as I thought it was," and I'd watch, try to watch it again, and be like, oh, "Fuck, it's terrible." I just, <laughs> um, I remember. Oh God, this is gonna make everyone who's older than me listening to this feel old. But uh, X Men Origins Wolverine came out on my twelfth birthday, Ooh. and um, me, my dad brought me to watch it. Oh man, that's and, a terrible movie. To, I mean, like, it's like in theory, a, it's a great a, movie to go see a, on your birthday. As a twelve-year-old, I was like. This is fucking awesome! No, <laughs> my 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 dad leaving the theater. My dad's a very blunt man. Fair. And he was just like, you know, a lot of times I like the movies you that you like. This movie sucked. This movie's garbage. <laughs> like it was. Dude, it just was. Like and um, I was I was so in denial about it. I was like, no, it was a lot of fun. But now looking back after like watching Deadpool and seeing the way better treatment of a bunch of the characters in that film, I was like. Oh, it does suck. It did. Ah. 
Uh, Shucks. Speaking <laughs> of potentially sucking movies, uh, movie wise, they're just like they just released a bunch of character posters for Harley Quinn, the Birds of Prey, or I whatever. I see that. Uh, Let's bring and that up. They, they have like. You know, like I mean, we've seen all the characters before. You know, I mean, not before, but we've seen them in other other things. You know, they got Huntress. Yeah. They have, uh, you know, obviously Harley Quinn. They have uh, Cassandra Cain is in it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, a couple others, and and they but they have a black mask one, and it's Ewan McGregor, and he has like a black glove. I saw that. Like I saw that, that in the and trailer. Like, I'm just like, why can't they just commit to giving him like some sort of like tangible mask. like mask actually? Instead, like I don't I'm want, looking I, at these right now. It's one of those things like you what understand, like Ewan McGregor is playing the role. Yeah. But why the fuck do we need to see his face? Like I'm, I'm not. Like, can we? I'm not can we get him, like, like? Can I'm we get saying, like in my perfect world? First ten minutes of the movie, he gets his face like fucking destroyed. That's what I want. Like, so we know it's Ewan McGregor. Yeah. But then he starts wearing. Well, I don't want to see him like the entire movie because it takes it makes it harder to believe. Yeah. Uh, or to dive into that world when you just constantly Christ. are like looking at what you the know fuck is up with these character posters. Yeah, they don't look that like they don't they look like the kind of it looks like Suicide Squad. Yeah, it doesn't look that that, that great, I mean that promising. I guess it doesn't look promising at all. I mean, oh, there <laughs> on the Google search, one of the top ones was the uh, Doolittle. Oh god, dude! Like do a little f- poster, which looks like shit too. But yeah, well, well, hold on. Let's 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 talk about that for a second. So, Doctor Doolittle, I saw a snippet of that trailer, and honestly, Robert Downey Jr. looks like he fucking like looks like he immediately went into like a shitty role. He like he left. It's he a, left the I saw MCU. It was his first time being in a non MCU movie it looks since like, twenty twelve. It looks like a kid version of his Sherlock Holmes character. Yeah, and like that doesn't that looks exactly like a Robert Downey like it looks like it looks like Robert Downey Jr. in some dirty clothes <laughs> like that's what it looks like yeah. and like there's this whole shot of him like like fake like faking out like a, a tiger that looks like Shere Khan from the fucking Jungle Book movie <laughs> uh, with like a light you know like reflecting yeah. sunlight onto the ground or something and it's like that's a spot and like cats always fall fall for the spot on the ground you know and, it's and I'm just like this looks so fucking bad dude it just like. Whatever. It looks maybe like, he just it looks wants like, to be out of the main public conscious for a bit. Maybe, but like I mean, that's directly aimed at being like a family movie. It's directly aimed at like, you know, bring your kids to the fucking theater with you. So Which I, I mean, it'll probably make money. It probably will, unfortunately. But I mean, it just, it just, it looks, it looks, <laughs> looks fucking so terrible. bad. Uh, yeah, just like it just looks like garbage. But it made me wonder when the actual next Sherlock Holmes movie is coming out because they actually it's in they production. Have, they have slated that. Like it's yeah. like it's like it's actually happening. And hey, those, those no, movies were shockingly fun. Yeah, and like, I mean, um, the uh, I, specifically whenever I think of those films, I think of the scene in the like boxing match, the bare knuckle boxing match. Oh yeah, match, totally, totally. Where it's him like put piece together what he's gonna do and then him breaking it down and then going back and him actually executing it yeah that's a fucking awesome scene that was really cool and i remember yeah i remember seeing that like for the first time and just being like and like watching it play out and it was just it it didn't interrupt the flow of the movie at all but it was like such a cool it was like a piece of like i don't know inside yeah giving giving a perspective on the inside of his head it's like how the uh Bandit Cumberbatch Sherlock. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch those? Yeah, yeah, that show is that show is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, when when it's him breaking down the crime scenes mm-hmm. and it's like the descriptors coming out of his mind. That it's like that movie's version of those scenes. Totally, and that, I think that was something that they that they they kind of found worked. Like yeah. like people kind of like that. Yeah, they don't like just knowing that he's that he has a you know has a ridiculously sharp deductive mind. They yeah. just they like to actually see it have like break it down. And see I it mean happen. like it's the same thing that people say about Batman being a detective. 
Yeah, except you don't they, really get to see him. You never be a get to see him be a like, fucking detective. Anymore. And that's like that. That is something that I hope that they change in this movie coming yeah. up here because they, like, from all intents and purposes, you hear it's like it's really going to be kind of playing on Long Halloween, which is yeah. really just like a fucking detective story. Yeah. Did like, you did you see Pattinson uh, being on an interview saying how he really doesn't want to be. I like heard. as upset he doesn't want obsessive fans. Yeah, yeah, which is fucking stupid then, man. Like don't don't, <laughs> don't be Batman. Don't then don't yeah, take the most iconic role in the fucking pla- on the planet right now. Like, yeah. Like I mean like Batman I mean the okay, most that, talked that, about potentially yeah, role. That, that might be like stretching it much. Batman is like probably in the top three <laughs> most iconic characters Excuse of me. all time. But like yeah, that like if you th- if you had a problem with your Twilight fandom like you're gonna have a huge problem. Granted, with your I think he is because... he has proven himself as an actor. But well, yeah, I think so. I don't. But... I don't think the Twilight thing it was a bunch of annoying teenage girls. Well, now he's gonna have to deal with a bunch of man children. Yeah, being like and not oh, only fucking this. What a horrible take on Batman. Well, and not only are you gonna have to deal with like teenage girls like like fawning over fucking Batman, but you're also gonna have to like <laughs> you're also gonna have to deal with like yeah adults who are fucking mad that like any little thing went wrong. Yeah, like did I see a rubber nipple in there? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <Get> the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Show that from Clooney, you jackass. Dude, so it's like, I mean, it's dicey, man. Like, but you know, like if you don't want the spotlight, stop taking fucking good roles. Yeah, it's like same, I saw the, the list same of the actors, really good indie films. I saw the list of actors that he beat out. Yeah, and there are like at least three on there that I probably I probably be fine with. Army Army Army. I heard about Hammer Army Hammer. Yeah. Was, was on that list, which is just a funny name. It's so weird to say his name because I always <laughs> feel like it's made up. <laughs> uh, but Who else? Like, Army but he would have been a, he would have been a fantastic choice. Yeah. Uh, the guy that was directly uh, competing with with him, uh, Nick Holt. Oh, uh, the dude who plays he, Beast. He would have been an interesting choice, I think, too. Yeah, it would have been a very different take on that but, character. Because um, I feel like I feel like. Um, Robert Pattinson, like, say what you will about Twilight. Mm-hmm. I think I can only recollect watching the first movie at some point or another. He I was don't, I he was the it. best part of it because he had this weird sort of, like, he was polite and casual, but there was always sort of behind, and it's something that's carried over into yeah. his roles. You could always see in any of his performances this weirdly intimidating there's sort of a, force behind him you know he has this reserve he has a, he has this like way of projecting this like reserved person while yeah. like you know that there's something going on behind he's, his he's eyes he's a bit like, unhinged you know what I mean and like and, and that's something you see in a lot of his roles like yeah. you just see you like uh, it's like not contemplative but he's just like you can it feels like he he's just always like his, yeah, like, take, well, like, trying to take in the whole situation. He's, he's, I don't know. It's he has the expression of a... He's the expression of like a relatively hospitable, kind person. When he's really a fucking caged animal. And he's oh, very yeah. aware of the shit that he could cause. Yeah, there's... um, God, what's it called? Uh, fuck. There, uh, never mind, I'm not going to bring it up. He has this movie where he plays like... The, basically, the whole movie is him in a limousine. And it's like oh, I've I heard about it's this. It's like a weird movie. It's a and Tim he's a um he's like a super successful businessman. Yeah, and he's and just there's riots around. in the streets. Yeah, yeah, like and, from the um from people that aren't doing super well. Yeah, and there's yeah. a lot of stills that you see of people like taking like from that movie and then being like, "This is Bruce Wayne," <laughs> like you know what I mean? I mean, and, but it plays. I yeah, mean, you, it totally like, plays. You see him fit into that like businessman persona too. And, yeah, and so it's it's but really you, about like uh, right now it's really about how. Uh, physically, like to me, it's like about how physically uh, present he can be in the, yeah. in, a ba- in the Batman role. Because no offense to Pattinson, he's not like the biggest guy. I yeah. want to see how he how he puts on muscle mass. Like, yeah. because other people, 
going into those roles have done that. Like I just was, I was just reading about uh, fucking Henry Cavill. Yeah. You know when he went into Superman, shit. he refused any CGI. Yeah. He was like, I will make my body like the 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 body that Superman deserves, yeah. basically. And, yeah. And he, I mean, Jesus Christ, dude, like that dude is ripped <laughs> in that fucking. Movie. I love how but, like, like in a lot of in a lot of interpretations of Superman, there's the like Clark Kent. He's yeah. sort of slouching. He yeah, doesn't yeah. look. He doesn't look confident. And you get Superman. His like chest is out. Looks like he's a fucking beast. Yeah. And like it, I can sort of see that happening with Pattinson's Batman, where you can sort of see this like weirdly unenthused Bruce Wayne that yeah. doesn't really seem satisfied going into this like where Batman's really where he fucking shines and the person that he is. Yeah, and I think that's kind of what we'll. I'm hoping that's what we'll see because because as we all know, Pattinson is a re- he's like. He projects like the brooding mind, like yeah. really well. I don't know why. It's just like that yeah. thing we were just talking about. He he brooding, has this, that's the word. He has this weird <laughs> presence. Yeah, that like he is a- able to bring to other roles. That's like it's kind of kind of perfect for Batman. Yeah, he's intimidating, so, but he's not. Yeah, you know. So it'll be like it'll be interesting to see when they use that. I guess. Yeah, you know, I'm excited. I mean, we're like it sounds like we're talking about like a real fucking superhero at first. Yeah. There's that was something I thought about earlier. By the way, it was like was how. This is like a, a, a. It would be a fun. I feel like this would be a fun comic book, mm-hmm. but like basically, like you know how the where we're, we're at in this world, where uh, sometimes you when you talk to people about the MCU or or the superhero movies, they might as well just like have it. You know, might as well be real life. Yeah, them. and like they might they they some people just want Dude, that at this. That point. sounds like Superboy. How Prime. would this, how would this be like like. How how are these movies slowly gonna be like introducing the idea of modern day vig- like vigilantism, or like superheroism into like the actual reality? You just wait a couple of years in Olympia, there'll be one. Well, there. I mean, when like when these movies first started popping out, like again the Hugh Jackman era and the Tobey yeah. Maguire era, or the fucking Wesley Snipes era of yeah. superhero movies, like people started crawling out of the woodwork in costumes and like and like I mean, there's that guy in Seattle. Like no joke, like a Phoenix Jones dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, like that dude. Like, as like laughable as his costume is, and sometimes like unintimidating as that dude seems, he's like he's definitely stopped crime, like violent crimes too. <laughs> like, like the dude. Like, I mean, I feel like these movies will eventually lead to a larger acceptance of vigilantism. <laughs> no joke, dude. Like it'll be. Like, I feel like that's gonna happen. Be especially if you and you might understand this after you watch the Joker movie, like because it, because it really hits that head. But like, like there's there's distinct in like imbalances that people are just like willing to like live with, and there's distinct ones they're not. Yeah. And I think the more that like the idea of these like fantastical hero movies are promoted, yeah. The more that might empower people, not necessarily like tomorrow and, or the next yeah. day or a year in the future, but like when they look back on these things like you know decades in the future. Yeah. People might feel a little more empowered to like do something themselves. You just, just wait. We're gonna have a fucking ridiculous like, popularity. We're gonna have like things. a good guy Bane who's just roided out all the time. <laughs> <laughs> now it's not the time for fear. <laughs> now it's the time for roids. <laughs> It'll like it's just, but I don't know. It's just wild shit. It's like, an interesting concept. I can totally see a comic well, like, book based on that. Well, and premise. like, and that's what I mean. Like, because uh, you look at things like the like the Watchmen, the original Watchmen. Like embrace the idea of people like becoming modern, becoming real superheroes, yeah. or just not superheroes, but real costumed heroes. Yeah. And so, like a com in com in terms of like a comic book storyline, how that like transition almost works in reverse, where like you kind of like program to like accept these things yeah. through these big budget movies and these big fantastic movies that everybody loves, and then you just slowly all of a sudden like realize that 
like actual reality like culture Dude, and reality have kind of become like this like acceptable sadly, place to were, do that if, it, if something like that were to happen in a, in the real world it would be like the fucking boys oh totally it would because like <laughs> there's people are assholes and nobody has like nobody has the respect for human life that i think people assume superheroes do no no one does <laughs> like it would be that that jaden cynical and how it's all just corporatized it'd be it's all so that bullshit fucking, so fucking wonky but i mean either way on a slightly less depressing note um, and on the note of a character that has powers while being just a normal person <laughs> black widow black widow <laughs> uh yeah let's jump what into a, it so they, hand-fisted they segue. finally fucking dropped the black widow trailer we needed content apparently mm. we didn't because we just filled 30 minutes of this shit talking about it's true real uh, world superheroes but like that's the thing that's okay so black widow uh, what like what was this? What was like the standout thing from that trailer for you? Standout thing? Yeah. Um, I think it was the one-on-one fight inside of the, In the like, inside the, of the like little apartment. Yeah, yeah. That, that was pretty fucking cool. That was cool. It was cool to see them like kind of mirroring each other's movements in a yeah. lot of ways. Which I'll get into in a minute. Mm. Look at <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you should have. Uh, if this is like a video-based like me- medium here. For everybody not watching, Jared just made the fucking face the Grinch makes <laughs> when it starts playing. Perfect. You're a mean one. That's fucking perfect. Um, yeah. Okay. So like, I, we see that we see the Red Guardian suit up hey. in the Shout out to David Harbour. Uh, he looks fat as always in the fucking trailer. <laughs> well, that's. I mean, that's. I fucking called it. I love. I mean, like, that he they, didn't like, get ripped for this. I love that they kept like that was part of the thing like they brought into his character. Yeah. Was, like this, like you know, he's kind of. Yeah, he's just let himself go since his prime, I yeah. suppose. But at the same time, it's nope. showing, like, a, there's a shot of him, like, flexing. Yeah, dude. And, like, getting really hyped up before putting the suit on. Or jamming the mask on his head. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, um... And, I mean, like, he's very obvious. He looks like that, like, gym bro. Or, like, uh, like a, the, the high school quarterback that peaked a while back. Oh, yeah. Sort of let themselves go, but they're getting a chance to, like, play over 40 football. <laughs> and they're like... I still got it. Like, that sort of thing. He, um, I, like, as soon as that character came on, I was like, fuck yeah, I'm down with this. Yeah, dude. Uh, so we also see, so we see Red Guardian. Mm-hmm. We take a glimpse at what I'm assuming is Taskmaster. Yeah. Which, hey, um, if you look at that still, it sort of looks like a dude just in a mask. Yeah. Like, it, like, there's the ski mask on top, but there's the skeleton, like, teeth at the base. Yeah, I mean, I was kind of looking at a picture, and it didn't yeah. look like there's, like, a different kind of structure, at least. Yeah, the, like, the, so. the the top was just, it, they're not doing the fucking eyes or anything, but definitely the bottom of the mask, it is, like, skeleton-looking. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure, obviously, that's Taskmaster. Yeah, which brings it. up a question. Yeah. Has he seen Hawkeye? Oh. Because he's got a fucking bow in that, that scene. That is an interesting point. I was thinking that. I saw that, that like come a, up. That was a strange thing to like to have as like the weapon shot. Like, yeah. I guess was like the use of like seeing Taskmaster use a bow. It might be overanalyzing. It might just be a cool fucking shot. Well, no, I mean, dude, I feel like but his, I feel his, like his, Hawkman or Hawkman. Goddamn, <laughs> Hawkeye will definitely make like an appearance in I, the movie. Yeah, Hawkeye's got to make an appearance because they like. I mean, when when they were like introducing him and Black Widow as like a main character in yeah. Avengers, they were they were him they were directly him. tied. Like, the um. Yeah, I would love to see Hawkeye pop up. 
I think this, so. At least for a cameo. For, for anybody that doesn't know what we're talking about when it comes to Taskmaster, he's not just throwing out to me. He's not the most known comic book villain. Fair. I mean, God, like, he's gotten more, more notoriety in the last handful of years. But still, he's definitely not... He's no, like, Abomination or Thanos, you know? Yeah. But his entire deal is that he has completely photographic memory. Yes. Yeah, and so can... He learns... He's a Taskmaster. Yeah. He learns immediately how to counter you by learning your fighting style. Yeah. Just on a whim. As soon as he sees something, he can replicate it. But uh, one of the things that, one of the things about his character is that, that he, he does have a photogenic memory, but when he learns something new, he like has this like amnesic for like way of forgetting about, about something else. Interesting. So, so he basically like, he basically like replaces something with something. Oh, so and he can't he can't like juggle skills. I mean, like I feel like I, I don't th- I don't I mean I was just reading that yesterday about about that, but I I feel like you know like he can he probably has like a like a handful of like you know memories like, like yeah, can, yeah. Like, so you can have like you know Hawkeye and fucking Captain America's you know fighting well, I mean, styles. He, yeah, he down. has the shield, but like, like eventually like eventually if he did too much one of those would be replaced yeah. you know what i mean i mean like uh, he has you know, like we've seen a handful of shots if you look mm-hmm. in the background while him and red guardian are fighting there's a fucking shield oh, sl- like yeah. like wedged into the gr- ground there damn dude which actually brings up a thing for me mm-hmm. we don't know who taskmaster is no and in my opinion it's one of the other black widows i think it's iron maiden i mean they've been elude i feel like that's been like the, the the whole like I feel like that's what's been alluded to that like yeah. you know the most and I I mean I don't disagree with that I think it's probably uh, what probably was her least, name uh, the actress's name yeah. uh, Rachel Weiss yeah Rachel Weiss from uh, the Mummy you know from Brandon the Mummy Frazier. Frazier. yeah <laughs> totally uh, or like a hand, like a lot of other work yeah but, um, yeah so I, I mean I think you're right on that I think it's her uh, but. I mean, maybe sort of, they could, they could definitely up, send you a curveball. Yeah, or like, Yelena Belova, the other Black Widow. She, she number one, I don't know what's going to happen with her, if she's going to die or not. Somebody yeah. made the observation that she is wearing the suit that Black Widow wears in Infinity War. Yeah, I saw. I, I read that. And she also, she's the one in the scene nearly identically mirroring Black Widow's movements yeah. in the apartment fight. So... Which, I mean, that's that's just good. That's just a little good Easter egg for yeah. people who want to piece it together. It yeah. could also be just baiting. So. so, the other thing that uh, this trailer that you realize is that they refer to themselves like there's like, you know, Black Widow and then her compatriots and like the Red Guardian and such. They're all yeah. sitting around that table and they refer to themselves as family. So, yeah. you know that these people are very close. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I feel like what my. Like one of them will betray somebody in yeah. that party. You know what I mean? It's, but yeah, and with think, with with Taskmaster having not been cast, the only person we there's only, there's two characters we can rule out. Yeah, Black Widow. Yeah, it's not Black Widow. And it's not Red, Red Guardian Red. because Red Guardian was seen fighting I feel Taskmaster. Like it's one of those other two. It's one of the other girls. Unless it's randomly Thunderbolt Ross. <laughs> <laughs> do they have DH in the trailer? Yeah, they do. So, so I mean, I feel like that that idea of like him creating the Thunderbolts team. Yeah is something that we will see because so, that would be an interesting way of introducing venom into the universe yeah too. i have an interesting theory so with this trailer we're given some just like cool stuff but we still don't really know what the plot of the film is no i think it is them all coming together to shut down the red room again oh shit 
Like, because there's a shot in it where you can see a bunch of people training, mm-hmm. and it looks like a, a relatively contemporary space. It doesn't yeah, look yeah. old. Because, like, because you've seen in other shots of, like, flashbacks of Bakuda, yeah. like, like, her, like, like, they, that it was, older, a, it was front for, like, a ballet studio. Yeah, yeah. And so it doesn't look like, yeah, like, there is, like, a shot of, like, a newer kind of yeah. training I think because I think sort. they consider themselves family because they're all graduates of the Red Room. Probably, like, yeah. like the three Black Widows and then Red Guardian. Yeah. They were all brought they're together all, and they were all trained together and that's yeah. why they have such a that's bond. why they have such a bond. Yes. Yeah. I think that they find out somehow that it's started up again. One of them's an insider and that's Taskmaster. Taskmaster is really from just like the new version of the Red Room. Fair enough. Like that makes sense if they were going back to shut down like that program because it didn't seem like anybody would have like a favorable experience going through that. Yeah, it seems pretty traumatic. Yeah, like, like I mean, they tried to kill each other. I mean, like they <laughs> right really, away. they really made, especially in like the like last Avengers movie, they made Black Widow such a tragic character. Yeah, like they painted her as like this, you know, like never had a family or or, yeah. like, or like hadn't had a family in a long time, like had yeah. like you know no close people, and so it was just sort of like. I don't know. Like it, they just made her like a really he- like they made her like a heavy character in that yeah. in that movie, and so like it'd be interesting to see them like portray that again in this movie. Dude, like, I'm excited. Yeah, I mean it'll be interesting. Uh, we do see a few different like suits, I think, in yeah. the movie, including that like, that random white suit that she was wearing. Yeah, so. while they're in the snow, so yeah. I guess that then makes sense to some <laughs> regard. <laughs> Uh, but was, I was, I just thought it was so funny. I was like, Black Widow. <laughs> <laughs> she like seeing that suit. I was like, uh, I don't really get it. I don't know what they're going for here. It pops a bit too much. But I'm yeah. like, okay, they're in the fucking snow. Yeah, valid excuse. But I, I, I think overall, this like this this film will be it'll be fun to watch. It'll be oh, yeah, probably absolutely. a really action driven and espionage driven. Yeah. Uh, sort of a spiritual successor to the Winter Soldier. Yeah, totally. Which what. The, seeing this trailer, the only thing I'll take from it is that we just should have had this like five years ago. Oh, absolutely. That's the thing I, I I'm so sour about too. It's like yeah, it feels like this should have been made like a while ago. It's and, I think this is gonna come back. It's just like one of the. It's not a damning mistake, but it's no. a mistake Marvel made. Yeah, yeah. I think it, everybody was fucking crying out. We want a female superhero film. Yeah. Female led superhero film. Yeah. Like. Fuck it. This should have been it. This, and it should have happened right after Captain America the Winter Soldier. It, it really would. Like, that would have been such good momentum for yeah. it. Yeah. Right, right, or right. just right after Civil War, like when this is set. Yeah. So, you know, either way, at least we have it now. Yeah. Uh, it looks like it's chock full of familial bond, which yeah. uh, brings Riveting. us to our next uh, <laughs> subject. Ooh. Bond. Bond. James oh. Bond. Christ, what a uh, segue. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, if you, if you don't listen to this podcast for the rambling, you listen to it for the segues. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the motto. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we also saw the, the first James Bond trailer. Yeah. It uh, looks fucking dope. Yeah. It looks like... So, you're no time to point. die. Uh, it looks like they're kind of taking a different tone in this movie yeah well i mean um so i don't know how, how much of a james bond fan are you i mean i'm a f- i wouldn't say like i'm one of those people that would like go out of his way to buy a box set of james bond dvds yeah. you know but i do enjoy the james bond movies i follow, yeah. i feel like i followed daniel craig's run uh i was introduced to james bond through fucking pierce brosnan i think was the first one during my my Sick. kid yeah right like the real the greatest james bond yeah uh, <laughs> uh but you know, like, I mean, I've always liked like the yeah. movies. You know, they're always they've always been fun. They've always been awesome. Uh, 
Except for a couple of those Pierce Brosnan ones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I've seen most of the James Bond movies at mm-hmm. this point. And it's interesting the tonality that comes with each of the given actors that started. Yeah. So, like, and there's very few. It's always the weakest James Bond films are the ones that break away from the tonality that was set by the actor's previous showings. Definitely. So, like, I'm really fucking excited, excited for this movie. But it brings back something that I worried about when it came to Spectre, which I didn't really see coming with Spectre. Spectre was a departure back to the cartoonish style of these James Bond films. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. For sure. (laughs) But it came after three relatively grounded films. Like, say what you will about Quantum of Solace. Mm -hmm. I think it's a perfectly fine film. Yeah. It's it's one of those movies that it's not super good, but it came after something that's great. Like, Casino Royale was a phenomenal film. Casino Royale was was intense, man. Yeah. When I first saw that, I was just like, this is the way James Bond needs to be. Yeah. Like, it was like, it was coming up right after, like, the, right after the Bourne films, mm -hmm. really capitalizing on what was the new style of action that was up and rising at that point. It definitely And it worked. Yeah, it it played so well. It played so fucking well. Quantum of Solace was a little different. Quantum of Solace, I feel like, wasn't, it wasn't super different, but... It just, it wasn't as, like, tight-knit yeah. story-wise. Like, it's difficult to go back and poke holes in the plot line of Casino Royale when okay. in Quantum of Solace you're like, there's a bit of convenience here. Okay, fair enough. Fair yeah. Enough. And, uh, but, and then I, you get into Skyfall, yeah. which in my opinion is one of the best movies of the decade. Skyfall is a fucking incredible movie. Yeah. And then um, there was Spectre, mm. which turned into a Brosnan-esque cartoony Bond film. Yeah. Like, and nobody know, knew that was going to happen, and it threw everyone for a loop. It definitely did. It was like, it, it was it was a weird tone shift yeah. without, without any expectation of a tone shift. Yeah. And so it was just sort of like, it caught it caught you off guard in terms yeah. of that movie. But I mean, like, Skyfall had the, like, train chase, yeah. which, it was a bit over the top, but it wasn't, like, it wasn't egregious. Yeah. I mean, was... I, I'd, put, I'd put Spectre in the same category that I'd put, like, Moonraker. Yeah, you know what I yeah. mean. Like, like it's like, like there's some cartoonish stuff yeah. going on, or here. like Goldeneye even. Yeah, Goldeneye I mean, had some really cartoony see... kind of aspects to it too. I mean, or not? I mean, oh god, there's several, but yeah, yeah. I'm I, cool. I see what you're I'm saying. Cool. With I'm that. cool with like some absurd gadgets. Totally. Like, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I'm not, I'm not against like any of that kind it of doesn't like, have crazy. To be, it doesn't have to be in the fucking real world. You know, it does not. But but, but s- watching Spectre, it was like Casino Royale mm-hmm. was a gritty spy thriller. Yeah. Same thing with, I think, same thing with Quantum of Solace. I think same thing with Skyfall. Fucking Spectre was playing the GoldenEye video game on yeah. easy. Yeah. Like, and he so, was such a fucking beast. <laughs> I, when I was watching that movie with my girlfriend, mm-hmm. and she, with the scene at the end where he takes down a fucking helicopter with a pistol. Yeah. By hit, shooting its I haven't engines. Seen, I haven't seen something that ridiculous since, like, a Die Hard movie. I know. <laughs> she, she looked at me and she went, fuck this. <laughs> like, like, a bit much. But yeah. What, so what are the expectations for this new, for the new movie, though? It looks, it looks like a very, like, it looks like it's wrapping it up. It, yeah. Uh, after watching that trailer, I don't think they're going to hand it off to the woman. 
Uh, I forget. I'm no. forgetting her name. The new Double O. Yeah, yeah. They, and they establish that she's a Double O in the movie. Yeah, in Where, the trailer. I forget so. her name. It's something. It's something Lynch. I think. Like uh, oh god, yeah, I don't want. She to looks like a fucking badass. Like Lashana Lynch or something like that. This is this, this is, is, this is her introduction. Though, and it looks like she's like this, hmm. like the replacement because Bond has been off, just fucking around yeah. for a bit. Well, and that's like that's one of the things they established in the movie in the trailer too is that it's like it's kind of like it, it's like a, a Logan-esque kind of movie where it's yeah. like old man doing one last run you Dude, know <laughs> she, she do you look, think Bond will die at the end of this movie I wouldn't be surprised man or he like I don't That'd think that there's a happy ending for this guy have we ever seen a Bond die though no so like that would be a really wild card to like pull out and actually like kill off a James Bond yeah I mean like but I feel like if it's at the end of the film and this is it, and they reboot it as mm-hmm. they have in the past. After this, yeah, well, then I, we're good. And I feel like they, I feel like this, this will also bring on like the first time that like when they reboot, yeah, they were they're gonna it's gonna actively play a role in the movie. Yeah, does that make sense? Like, yeah, like because I feel like it's always been this thing about the character. Mm-hmm. Like, sure, yeah, obviously Sean Connery can't play James Bond forever, so yeah. a new actor, right? Uh, but this one, like they've been, there's been so much like real world hype about like who will be the next Bond. Yeah. They have to address it in the in the movie in yeah. the movie way. I don't know. It would be pretty. It would be fucking crazy. It'd be fucking crazy if they do um if they do the code name thing, mm-hmm. which is a theory. I don't think it holds up, especially if you watch Skyfall. Like there's a gravestone with his father's name and it says Bond on it. <laughs> <laughs> but the um that's been a theory that's yeah. interesting for a while. It doesn't hold up, but it's cool. I don't know. It's either they hand it off to this new double O mm. gal, or mm. they, um, or they just do a fresh slate and just go for it. Yeah, I mean, well, like, like I said, I feel like they have to like they're gonna have to address, uh, yeah. like address. I think people want it to be addressed. Yeah, like, it's like gotten to this point where it's like the mystery of how it passes is sort of like one of the character things that people want. Yeah, to see. I like, mean, what is I mean, this? I'm intrigued. Like, what's the deal with this? Like, yeah, if they, I mean. Like, I'm, I'm, ex- I'm really excited to watch this movie. Mm. That's an intriguing perspective that I'm excited to see if they choose to play into. It'd be cool. They very well couldn't. <laughs> they very well could not if they chose. But it's an interesting food for thought thing. Yeah, well, I mean, I, either in this movie or future movies, I think that they have, They're to, gonna find, have, they to. have to finally address how that gets, like, yeah. becomes a thing. Uh, how, do you, um, how do you feel about Rami Malek? You I, didn't get to I see mean, much of him, but he looks f- fucking creepy. Yeah, I mean, he looks creepy in like everything he does. This is the, like, this is the director, of the True Detective. <laughs> yeah, which is which is kind of cool, but you can see a bit of that like sort yeah, of Rami Malek since I've heard about Rami Malek. Uh, I feel like I read that he originally didn't want his role to be referred to as like um, like a Bond villain. No, not necessarily a Bond villain, but like he didn't want like the religious connotations with his character because his character was originally like like uh like muslim or something like that oh yeah that shouldn't happen and uh that's and just so, a bad and, idea. yeah and so like he was just sort of like against like the the, the certain portrayal of the character so yeah. as far as i've seen i saw in that trailer i saw you know the basically like ba- basically like a, a bond villain version of like the phantom of the opera <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, I, I think that's yeah. like, that's very on the nose with like the mask that they they, they use and i think that's odd like, like that's gonna be a thing in the movie yeah um I'm intrigued. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I, I don't know, like the villain. Ray Malek's a fucking um, phenomenal actor, so I'm, I guess I got it. I mean, like, I will say he's been he's done some good things. He he got really famous for doing the Freddie Mercury portrayal. You know, I'm talking like I'm talking like like, um, like Mr. Robot and stuff. Mr. Robot, I've never seen. It's good. 
Yeah, but like, I, I, so I'm hoping to see like more from this cat in the future. Because personal, like my personal thing is with him, like sure he did great as Freddie Mercury. I'm yeah. not gonna knock that, but I haven't really seen him in like a lot of other shit that I've watched. So like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I withhold judgment personally on the cat Fair right enough. now. It looks like the movies need to have a lot of fun, uh, yeah. practical stunt work. Yeah, which, which is something that I'm these movies, that this era of Bond has been really fucking good with. Hell yeah! Even in Spectre, there's yeah. a lot of really cool practical stuff that gets done. Yeah. Well, I'm um, God, dude. Like that, that. That's a good. Like I love the practicality of these movies. I love some of like the like the the authentic car chases yeah. that they've had in these movies. Like, did you watch? Uh, did you notice at the end of the uh, trailer the fucking motorcycle going up the stairwell and it's launching up onto the street one tier above? What the fuck is that about? Yo, it looks fucking dope, and it's very obviously not CGI either. It's like a dirt bike look chase, dude. I, that's like, what I'm saying. Like sick. Like they pull off some really cool shit in these Bond movies. The um, so this one, this one, you know, they have like a high. The chase of the being a skyfall where they're on the motorcycles going. Yeah. That that was real. Oh really? Yeah, they like fucking the, did oh, that. Oh shit, dude. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah, the I mean, um, that, if you pay really close attention, they had Daniel Craig didn't actually do it. They had a stuntman. Yeah. But they had like it's sort of shitty. They like, didn't see how they copy pasted his face over the stuntman. <laughs> it's sort of funny when you notice it. It's one of those things you don't initially notice. But if you but you pick up on it. Yeah, you pick up on it and you can't help but like smirk a bit. <laughs> it's still like a really, really cool scene. Yeah. And the behind the scenes footage of these fucking insane men cruising on dirt bikes over that rooftop is really cool to watch. Oh fuck, dude. Well, I mean, I'm excited for this Bond movie. I'll yeah. say that. I'll put it on uh, on my list of things to probably see in the yeah. theater. Because I feel like this would be a fun one to see in theater. Toy. Toy. That, that sounds oh, like shit. it's about it. That's about it. Hey, uh, uh, quickly, before time. we close out, in tune, coming back at the end of next week. Nice. We'll be in. Uh, I'm scheduling some actual local yokels for this one. Whoa, Hopefully look I'll at this guy. a couple of interviews down. We'll be, we'll, uh, and then we'll be talking about my barista comp stuff. Yeah, so <laughs> check it out, man. Old Heart Radio, we will have stuff up this month, guaranteed. Instagram, Twitter, Instagram, at uh, Old Heart, in oh, space. All that shit. Go out there and use your brains for good, motherfuckers. Amen. Drink to agua. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>